and welcome to our podcast, Within the Mist, a hidden place where we walk into the dark and clouded unknown. I am your jack-of-a-lantern host, Gary, here to entertain and inform you about the likes of cryptids, ghosts, and pumpkins. Join me as we journey Within the Mist to find out more about the Pumpkin Man film and the work behind it. Today, I am joined by Ryan Sheets, the creative director and leader for Southridge Films. As the driving force behind the writing, filming, and editing, Ryan leads with creativity and passion for filmmaking. Currently, his latest project is as the creator of Southridge's most popular character, The Pumpkin Man, a fact that he is the proudest of. Janae Muchmore is the production coordinator, ensuring the efficiency of the production and overseeing that the filming goes smoothly. She brings her ideas of the story to every part of the finished work. Together, they are Southridge Films and are here today to let us know about their latest terror for the screens, The Pumpkin Man. Welcome to the show, Ryan and Janae. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Great. It's really exciting to have you here after meeting you at Spooky Empire. Well, you, you only got to kind of half meet me because I was <laughs> I was full pumpkin man, but uh, this is the face behind the mask. <laughs> That's great. It's great to finally get to see the, the secret behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Just a guy. <laughs> it's like seeing Bruce Wayne for uh, Batman, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Before we begin, I had a bit of trivia to bring to you. I know your film is about a scary pumpkin, but were you aware that jack-o'-lanterns are usually the ones that are scared? I did not know that, actually. Yeah, I never heard that. <laughs> well, yeah, it seems they don't have the guts to be brave. <laughs> okay, that was good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, so now on to the real interview. Now, Southridge Films is a collection of award-winning indie filmmakers based in Central Florida. How did it get its start? So Southridge actually started as a, a nautical films. Um, me and my buddy Jeff Rhodes uh, back in Muncie, Indiana, where where I went to college. Uh, we were at Ball State University and we were constantly making short films. And once we were done with them, we didn't really have anything to do with them. So we were like, why not start a YouTube channel? That way we have a collective space where we can we can upload our shorts and, uh, you know, just let people see them. So it started as nautical films. And that's where all of the original Pumpkin Man short films lived and were created. And then he's still up in Indiana. So when I moved down to Florida, we kind of I don't want to say went our separate ways, but we we, you know, he he went on to create Squirrely TV, which is a where he's releasing all of his stuff. And then uh, I felt Nautical didn't really represent who I was as a person. And then when Janae and I started dating, um, we found a love of of wilderness and exploring and adventure. Uh, so we we kind of shifted the focus of the name anyway uh, to Southridge Films, um, which is actually the combination of both of our birth cities which is Wheat Ridge, Colorado for me and South Bend and Indiana for me. Uh, and, you know, Jeff is still involved. You know, he, he helped write the, the Pumpkin Man feature film, but, but that's, that's how, how we got to where we're at right now, as far as Southridge goes. That's fantastic. So do you still uh, find YouTube uh, beneficial for putting out ideas or testings? 
Yeah, 100%. So last year we released the Pumpkin Man Demon of Fall short film on, on YouTube. And that has become, I think it, at the moment, it sits at the second most viewed Pumpkin Man short film just behind the Pumpkin Man 3. Uh, but the Pumpkin Man Demon of Fall was a, a full reboot on what I wanted the Pumpkin Man to be. And it seems like that's really worked. Uh, and that's why we went ahead with the feature, because uh, YouTube gave us enough promise that there was interest in it. And uh, it, it really helped um, our producer kind of see that that people were interested and people thought that it was a cool idea. Very good. So did YouTube also give you any feedback for changes to make or ideas that you didn't think of beforehand? Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I'm, I'm not one to, you know, dabble too much in, in the comments because, you know, it, it can, you know, you, you can get a lot of comments that are just mean for the sake of being mean, but there were people who, who offered actual feedback and actual insight. And, um, you know, I, I took all of that stuff seriously, you know, any criticisms that were valid, uh, I really tried to remember all of that when writing the script for the feature. Okay. So now your latest project is a feature film, The Pumpkin Man. Mm -hmm. Can you give us a synopsis of the story? Go ahead. You want me to do it? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so The Pumpkin Man takes place in Cromwell. It's a small town surrounded by a legend called The Pumpkin Man. Uh, he was last summoned in 19... 1826 1871 okay 1871 <laughs> clearly not remembering the facts here but um 1871 and he hasn't been seen since so most of the people alive today in Cromwell don't really know if it's real or fake uh and our protagonist has a keen interest in the pumpkin man and kind of his folklore so she is trying to bring him back and on her quest, she is successful and she finds herself in a bit of trouble. As you would be when you're summing the problems like that. <laughs> <laughs> now the, the story comes with a tagline. Some tales are better left untold. That's really quite ominous. Uh, so that ties into the summoning. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, there's the, the spell that she uses to summon the pumpkin man was found in uh, the pumpkin man demon of fall and it's 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 not so much as a as a tale as it is a warning when it comes to the celebration of saw when and the creatures that lie within it and that's mostly the tale that should probably remain uh remain buried okay so in 2021 you released the short film the pumpkin man demon of fall so this feature film is an elaboration from that story or is it a continuation of that story? Yes, it's an elaboration. Uh, I I wanted to take the ideas because there were certain ideas that we hinted at in Demon of Fall that we did not have uh, the time or the, the proper way to execute in the short. Uh, and one of the biggest pieces of feedback that we got from that was hey, you should do this um, and we, we need to see this because you, you mentioned it in the, in the short, but it never came to fruition. So that's something that we wanted to expand upon. And, you know, with a feature, we had the time to do that. Okay. So are you going to touch more on the backstory of the Pumpkin Man? Oh, definitely. Uh, we, we have, speaking of the backstory, we have a few things in the works to uh, even further elaborate the backstory. Uh, not related to to the feature, but uh, we're keep, keeping a pretty tight lid on that at the moment. So, 
right. Well, you will forgive me if I keep trying to t- get some teasers out of here. <laughs> All right. So where did the original idea for the pumpkin man come about? So I've just always loved Halloween. I've always been a, a huge fan of Halloween. My dad and I used to uh, make haunted houses in our front porch uh, back in Indiana. Uh, so it's it's always been like my favorite time of the year. And, you know, a lot of it does stem back to uh, spending time with my dad and just just loving that 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 bit of creative interaction that I got to have with him. Um, so when I was in college, one of our, our class projects was due in October. So I thought, you know, may as well, uh, may as well try to make a a Halloween type of short film. Uh, and I've always loved slasher movies. So I, there's a little bit of Michael Myers, uh, sprinkled into the original, uh, pumpkin man short film. And, um, I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan of pumpkins as well. So, you know, you, 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 put all that stuff into the pot and then the pumpkin man pops out. So um, it, it was just a combination of, of me talking to, to friends and wanting to, to make this film and make the, make a character that has a proper pumpkin for a head, unlike uh pumpkin head, you know, Stan Winston's film. That was something that always bothered me was that it's called pumpkin head, but he doesn't have a pumpkin for a head. So it's always, that's always irked me a little bit. So I wanted to offer something to kind of fix that because uh, I've always wanted a character as a, you know, a villain with a pumpkin head. And uh, I think we've succeeded in doing that. Very much so. So how did you create the pumpkin man himself? So there's actually two versions of the pumpkin man. Uh, There's the original from the first five short films, which was very much, just a Michael Myers knockoff, basically a uh, um, big guy in a latex pumpkin mask. Uh, he had a big black trench coat on and a butcher knife. And that's really, that's really, you know, all we could afford to do at the time. Uh, and when we went into pumpkin man, demon of fall, I kept a lot of the DNA from the look of the pumpkin man back then uh, because he was still wearing that, that uh, black jacket, but it was a little bit more, um, more, classical inspired you know very very like renaissance kind of uh, a vibe um and then then with this one i wanted to go full scarecrow and uh use you know we used uh, silicone masks for for how you know the pumpkin man's head actually looked instead of latex because i wanted him to look more realistic um and yeah we just we found different pieces of costumes and cobbled them all together tried to make a a scarecrow looking monster and as you as you saw at spooky empire you know he's uh he's quite the quite the presence especially being on stilts <laughs> yeah i was going to mention that yeah he's not the uh average sized individual either yeah the we we've always had him pretty tall um demon of fall was the shortest he's ever been because it was still me in costume but not on stilts and then when we went to do this one i was like i want I want him up here. Like I want him to be very imposing and very big. So uh, that's, that's kind of where the stilts came in. Cause we couldn't find someone just naturally as tall as we wanted him to be. Great. So yeah, he looks like he walked right out of a cornfield, but being that you're based here in central Florida, how did it come about to, you know, try and do, you know, get the ideas while you're here in sunny Florida with palm trees and create something that's kind of like the autumn uh, cornfields. 
Well, the Midwest lives in my DNA. Uh, I've lived there for 23 years and um, we made it a point to really try to, to make it feel as much like the Midwest as possible. Um, you know, we were sweating quite a bit the, the whole time we were filming, but, but we tried to keep it looking cool uh, in, the, in the camera um, as much as possible. And we chose a lot of locations where you couldn't really tell where we were. Um, so, you know, and, and we, we tweaked with the color a little bit to make everything a bit more, you know, like all the leaves are a bit more orange than they would actually be. So, Janae... Um, is he based on any traditional legends or stories or is he kind of an amalgam amalgamation of uh, different Halloween ideas? Was, yeah, the Sluah is really where he comes from and that can be found like all the names of kind of those Halloween characters or villains uh, can be found in the Pumpkin Man Demon of Fall. The short film when we read through uh, that first summoning in that portion. So uh, we have some ideas for bringing some of those other characters that were mentioned in that to life in the future for Southridge films. Okay. So I take it there's a lot of research on Halloween uh, traditions and ghost stories and so forth is involved in creating the story for the Pumpkin Man. Is that correct? Absolutely. Ryan definitely dives into that pretty deep. Um, I kind of am just here for creative support and he kind of does the bulk of the writing. I'll do some lighter scenes and stuff like that. And we had two other writers helping with lighter scenes as well. But when it comes to the Halloween traditions and the the tales, that's all Ryan. He has everything in his head and he can tell me verbally how many, like three or four times what he's thinking, but there is no way for me to capture what's in here because there's just so much going on in his brain that he has to be the one to write it all down and put it on paper. So Ryan, were you always a fan of Halloween? Oh yeah. Uh, just my whole life. It's, you know, like growing up, like I said, you know, my dad and I would, would put stuff together and um, you know, I've just, I've always been fascinated with all the traditional iconography, like witches, skeletons, uh, pumpkins, you know, that's always just every time growing up, Halloween would roll around and I'd start seeing that stuff. It just, it filled me with excitement. And then as I started getting older, I started going to haunted houses and that's, that's when it really took off. And I was like, man, this is like, like people put work into this and, you know, there's an artistry to it. And, you know, I will, I was going through haunted houses, not to get scared, but to see the sets, because I just, I, I think all that stuff is just so cool. And, you know, the farther I got into my film career, I was like, I can really, I can really capture Halloween in a little bubble of, of a movie and, and offer it to the world. And, and that's, that's really my only goal with any of these movies is just to, to capture that, that feeling, that spirit of Halloween and just, just give it to people. Yeah. Um, being here in central Florida myself, we always attend Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the first time you go through the haunted houses, the jump scares and everything. But yeah, I always find myself, you know, going through for the third time. I know where the jump scares are. So, it, you know, I can focus on the scenery around yeah. me. And yeah, they can be very in-depth and very in, uh, engaging. So yeah, and I understand what you mean. Yeah. Last year when they had the Wicked Growth uh, haunted house. Um, so last year, that that's when we were writing the the film and uh, and 
I, I was just so hooked on that house. Uh, and, and I work right across the street from Universal. So I would, after work, I would go to Horror Nights, go through the Wicked Growth a bunch of times and then <laughs> come home and then, then I'd start writing. So did you have a favorite uh, horror movie growing up? Uh, Halloween. Uh, it was uh, <laughs> growing up. I, I, I remember walking through Target with my dad and I saw the I saw the DVD for for Halloween. And I just as soon as I saw that pumpkin that, that slowly transitions in, into Michael's hand with the knife, I looked at my dad. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but you're buying it right now. <laughs> and he bought it. I went home and watched it. And I, I was just hooked on horror movies ever since then. Wow. So you said that, you know, it's kind of a collaboration of multiple writers, but mostly coming from Ryan. As it was being developed, did it change much from its very beginning as new ideas come in and ways to work? Or has it been one idea all the way through? Well, well, well you did pretty good. He he outlined it. Well, no, I'm talking about before that when yeah. uh, remember what happened? We got we got about 20 pages into the script and I'm like, man, this is really good. And then I realized I was just writing the plot of Pumpkinhead and I was like, oh no, <laughs> I have to change everything. So no. the, the first iteration, we scrapped all that. Yeah. But then. Then Ryan went through, made an outline, kind of scene by scene. So we knew exactly like how many scenes we were aiming for going into this. Mm -hmm. And we were going to see, did we hit the mark around 80 to 90 pages? If so, we're probably good. If not, we need to go add more. Mm -hmm. So we were constantly thinking, do we need to add more? Do we need to add more? But really from when he did that outline to what we came out with it's pretty much the same yeah i think we tweaked a few things like there's one scene we that ended up putting in the movie and we were just like no we don't like it it doesn't play out how it felt during the table read so we and, scrapped it and uh, uh basically the third act of the film was the way it was written in the script it like it's completely out of order in the movie from the script. But when we had it laid in, you know, the way it was in the script, we watched it and we were like, something just doesn't feel right. And I just flip flopped a few scenes around and then it worked great. So do you find creating a feature film uh, much more challenging than the YouTube videos? Absolutely. It's, I don't think we knew what we were getting ourselves into. Cause when you think about the short film, we took, two weekends mm. to go up and, and shoot it. And we shot the first half of it in Jacksonville near my parents' house because I knew a location that would work. And we were using my sister as the actress for it. So oh. uh, we went up, grabbed her, took her over to that park that we filmed at. And then we ended up coming back to Central Florida and shooting the rest of it that night in our apartment, but we weren't happy with it. So that's why we ended up extending to two weekends but you know total that probably took 40 hours from start to finish yeah. to put together whereas you're talking about probably most weekends for six months straight we were just yeah. in the production phase of filming and we'd start filming this is what i learned with horror movies you have to shoot in the middle of the night to capture that darkness so we would start, you know, we'd get to a location at like six o'clock in the evening and we were shooting in summer. So it wouldn't get late or really dark until eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. And then we're shooting till four in the morning. So it was exhausting for, for the weekends, but it was worth it. Yeah. And we, I mean, we work both, uh, we both work full-time jobs. 
Um, so that, you know, this wasn't our primary focus. So we just had to do it when we had time. Um, and, you know, by the end of it, we were both just wiped out yeah. entirely. And, and we, we had a much bigger cast too. We yeah. went from just my sister to, you know, four pretty critical characters that we had to work around their schedules. And mm -hmm. then we had um, probably additional 10 that we needed pretty frequently to work around their schedules. So it was, it was challenging, but it was well worth it. Okay. I mean, it's great. I did not realize that that was your sister in the uh, short film. Yep. Uh, was the casting for a horror movie like this, you know, difficult when selecting a pumpkin man and, you know, the victims and so forth? Well, the reason that I play the pumpkin man uh, is just because we I, I've I've worked with a lot of, of people on different films before. And um, basically, I've found that that there's a lot of times that people cancel. And when people cancel, you have to either scrap the entire shoot or work around the person that's canceled. And I never wanted there to be a situation where the pumpkin man cancels. So plus, I, I also um, I knew what I wanted from that character and how I wanted him to move and his mannerisms. And, you know, he's also on stilts and I didn't want to take the risk of anyone else walking on stilts on my set where, you know, I would be uh, liable for, for their safety. So, you know, I, I chose to, to do that myself because, you know, if, if I get hurt, you know, whatever, <laughs> um, but uh, you know, everybody else, um, we found on backstage uh, on that website and uh, they, you know, they were all only one of them. Had, well, uh, two of them had, had acted in, in horror films before um, and they did fantastic, but you know, the, the best part about it was um, the girl playing our lead. She was genuinely terrified of me when I was in costume. So even though she'd never been in any any horror movies before, her fear was always real. <laughs> and I, I did want to mention this. Uh, you met my wife as well at the uh, convention. She is terrified of scarecrows. So, yeah. <laughs> but you don't see scarecrows used very much in horror movies. Uh, Jeepers Creepers is sort of a scarecrow, kind of a scarecrow. but... Yeah. yeah, this is the first one where, you know, he looks like he walked out of a uh, cornfield and is terrifying yep. people. So, yeah, this is going to be the Scarecrow movie. Oh, <laughs> that, he, that's what I want. <laughs> yeah, she is terrified of Scarecrow. So, yeah, you definitely intimidated her. Um, well, that was the goal. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Points for that. Now, the creature actually has a name. Is It's Kerbis? It's Kerbis, yes. Okay. And how did you come up with that? So this is actually something I came up with, I think in 2017, um, because we were originally writing uh, for the, um, for a, a, a different short film that we never ended up making uh, where there was going to be a different pumpkin headed creature. And then I started, I started Googling um, different names for pumpkin or words for pumpkin in different languages. Um, and a lot of them either sounded kind of weird or kind of 
silly and uh, or, or we're just too close to pumpkin until I translated it to German. And the German word for pumpkin is Kerbis. And that just sounded like a cool name. Uh, and, you know, when you say like Kerbis, the demon of fall, it all kind of comes together and just makes this awesome character that I'm, I'm very proud of. So uh, it's all it is is just the German word for pumpkin, but it sounds really cool. <laughs> it does. I did not realize I didn't make the connection. Yeah. So the pumpkin man, he's a demon uh, and he's being summoned into our world. And what is some of his goals then? Is it just to be destructive or? So he has a few rules, like most horror movie killers, uh, slashers in particular. Um, as he's summoned and our main character is reading the summoning spell, you learn that through your joy, he shall appear. So he starts haunting the main characters through each of their joys. And we brought back from the Demon of Fall the joy of photography for our character who played the new version of Jenny Scott. Um, and there's a couple other joys that I won't reveal so people can watch the movie and, and be surprised. But uh, basically his goal is to sum or kill all the people that were there for the summoning. And then once he does that, he is free from the reins of hell. But if he doesn't successfully do that, he um, goes back to hell. So those are kind of the big rules surrounding Kerbis, the demon of fall. So basically, he's just trying to escape and recap over our world. Yes, he, he just wants basically, you know, if he's free, he is the essence of chaos is what is how I like to put it. OK, so um how difficult was it to create new ways to bring horror to life? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you've just, you've seen to death and it's, um, it's hard not to be repetitive. You know, it's hard not to show something that I've seen before. You know, I could write a scene and think, man, this is, this is awesome. And then I think about it for, you know, just a second. And I'm like, Oh, it's cause I've seen it in Friday the 13th or nightmare on Elm street or something like uh, but I think the best part about the, the character that we've written, like Janae said, is that he has to appear through your joy and appearing through your joy has opened up just this world of possibilities for, for creative ways, uh, you know, like, uh, I'll get, I'll, I'll spoil just a teensy bit, uh, just because, you know, this'll, this will hit home to you. One of the characters joys is podcasts. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you have that to look forward to when you actually see the movie. Um, so we've just, we've come, come up with all, all sorts of different ways, uh, for these characters to be haunted and to uh, to to see different things, to 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 have different creative kills and and set up these these interesting ways of scaring people rather than just the the typical you know jump scare and and that's the end of it. Like one thing that I really like to do is just really live in that tension as long as possible. Um, and and you know I I like I like that we've written in a little bit of Pennywise as well because I like that the pumpkin man also kind of teases his victims and you know doesn't go for the kill right away you know so um and but sometimes he does so <laughs> uh so yeah it, it's it, I think we've had the most success just thinking outside the box and and finding different ways to to create 
tension and and horror because of the way that we've written the character. I'm glad to hear that. So a scarecrow that is basically attacking podcasters. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> I think you just destroyed my wife. <laughs> she is not going to be the same after this movie. <laughs> now, there are some twists of humor in this film as well. Am I correct? Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I never wanted to take this movie too seriously. Uh, I there You hear the term elevated horror quite a bit, and that's never been my style. I've never been, you know, someone who... Not to not to to knock those movies at all. They're fantastic films. That's just not how I like to make movies. Um, so I like to really, I like to hit you with scares and then hit you with a few jokes. You know, just let you know that you don't have to have that feeling of dread over you throughout the entire film. Like like you can. I the main thing I want people to walk away from this movie thinking is, man, that was fun. I I, I just I want it to be a movie where. It's it's something everybody can enjoy. It yes, it's scary and it is gory, but it's still a lot of fun. And there's bits and pieces for everyone that that people can really latch on to. Okay, uh, my wife was just saying something. Say it again. Oh, she wanted me to let you know that uh, she's probably not going to be one of those that's going to walk away saying it was fun. <laughs> probably... <laughs> I think you already have her scared. <laughs> Well, that's fine. You know, if, if somebody walks away saying that was horrifying, I will still take that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to get that compliment. Now, we met you during the 2022 Spooky Empire, where Ryan was touring as the literally larger than life pumpkin man. How did it feel to present your work before a live audience and then to meet them as the principal character? So we've never done anything like that before. You know, we've we've screened our films before and, you know, having that reaction uh, in person is always great, no matter what your reaction is. You know, you get that instant feedback and you can say, OK, take note of that. We'll we'll think about that for the next movie. So we don't make the same mistakes. But presenting the character to literally anyone that was walking around was just a, an awesome experience. Uh, you know, I've never been able to interact with people as the pumpkin man, other than the people working on it. So, uh, having, you know, people turn the corner, look up and see me and go, Whoa, what was that? Like, who are you? You know, that was a great, that was a great experience. And then, then we had, you know, Janae and, and, uh, and our cinematographer, you know, they were, they were passing out flyers as you guys saw, you know, uh, promoting the film and, and really letting people know what the work was and, um, what do you think about about that? I mean, it was just cool to see. It's not an appropriate movie for kids, but when kids <laughs> see a pumpkin man walking around on stilts, they gravitate toward toward him. And he got so many fist bumps, high fives, hugs, and it was just really cute to see that interaction and those kids asking those questions and thinking about how cool it was. And, um, you know, telling them, well, maybe one day you can do something like this. I think that was the most rewarding part for me. So, yeah, it was very interesting for you to be walking around, you know, basically as a celebrity, uh, yeah. as the pumpkin man, just as recognized and basically chased after for photographs and meetings as a Michael Myers or Jason's were that were at that convention. Pumpkin man was just as popular you know, as those icons and people haven't even really seen the movie yet. So yeah, that's a was, great credit to you. It was so cool. Uh, just, just to see how many people did gravitate towards, towards us. 
And I truly don't think that that would have happened if I, if I wasn't on stilts. I think that's what, what really, and, and we were going back and forth beforehand, you know, should we wear stilts? Should we not? You know, it, it could be a safety issue with that many people. And then we would decide, you know what, let's just do it because, you know, you can see me past a, a whole crowd. And, and that's exactly what happened. People saw me from a distance and said, just ran to me and said, can I, can I have a picture with you? Um, and I really loved that, that people were able to latch onto this character without, without having even seen the movie. And, and then we got to hit him with, by the way, there's a movie. And, and uh, you know, it was just, it was a really rewarding experience. And, and it made me feel confident in, in the final product, even more knowing that people really did enjoy the character. Yeah. Now, does it take a lot of work to get, you know, from Ryan to the pumpkin man? Surprisingly not. Uh, you know, you, you hear a lot of different stories about how, how long it takes to get, get all the prosthetics and stuff put on. But since we use a silicone mask, uh, it was really just a matter of throwing the mask on, throwing the jacket on, putting the gloves on and then getting the stilts all, all worked out. But, uh, uh, you know, we, we can get me into costume in, in less than 10 minutes. Depends on the day, though, because the hardest part is him getting his contacts in. That is true. He's not an avid contact wearer, so sometimes he's in the bathroom, and I'm like, "Is he gonna come out at all?" I will. I will pat myself on the back though, because at Spooky Empire, I got both of the both of them in both or first try. So uh, <laughs> you know that was that was major improvement, but it does not happen often. <laughs> well, congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank also- you. But also, congratulations on the number of awards you've been nominated and won recently at all Thank these you. film festivals you've attended. I mean, you've I've seen you Spooky Empire, Dickens Horror Film Festival, the Lambertsville Halloween Film Festival. How does it? How do you get involved with all these film festivals? Uh, you know, it's it's just a lot of submitting and and hoping for the best. You know, I I think that that our film carries a lot of. Uh, you know, a lot of the momentum is felt through the, uh, through the, um, you know, ju- just, just how, like, like I said, you know, it, it's just a fun movie. Oh, hang on. Our dog is Leona. Stop. Shush. <laughs> okay. We locked mine out in the yard because I have an 11 month old great Dane who thinks he's supposed to be on the show. Yeah. If, if we, uh, if we had a yard, we would, uh, we would put her outside. Um, but, but yeah, the, the momentum is definitely felt through the, uh, um, through just how fun the movie is. And, and I think, you know, I, I specifically only uh, submit to horror film festivals just because that's the audience that I want to reach. And, and, you know, one day maybe we'll go beyond that, but, but I know that those are the, the festivals that we have the best chance at. And, uh, you know, I like, I like that our film is specific to Halloween and, and is a, a very much a holiday movie because so many others aren't. And, and, you know, you have a lot of like, like, you know, hiking movies and, and, uh, you know, gore fest movies. And, and, you know, you, I think that we stand out a bit just because of, of what our movie is and, and the, the atmosphere that, that it creates. Right. Bringing it, bringing the spook back to uh, autumn and fall. Absolutely. So how are your emotions when you attend these festivals and especially during the filming or screenings? Uh, they're high. Um, you know, during the festivals in particular is, 
it's usually pretty stressful, you know, because you're putting your work in front of people and you don't know how people are going to react. You know, um, we actually, we, before spooky empire and before freak show, uh, we had a, a premiere, premiere and, uh, emotions were through the roof that yeah. day. Um, you know, that was the first time anyone had sat down and watched the movie. Uh, and you know, I'm, I'm sitting there white knuckling the, the arm rests, you know, hoping, okay, is this scare going to land? And then you hear the reaction. You're like, okay, it did. And then is this joke going to land? And then you wait for the reaction and it does. And then by the end of it, I mean, we were both crying because it was yeah. a, it was a, a very emotional experience to just, as soon as the credits hit and, and there was applause, we were like, we did it. <laughs> and, uh, but, but, you know, that was, that was friends and family and, um, you know, coworkers and colleagues, but at film festivals, these are people that you don't know. So you can't expect the same kind of, you know, buffer that you get at, at, at our premiere. And luckily the reaction we've got gotten so far has been pretty positive. Um, I would well, not just yeah. positive. You've actually won multiple awards in, various categories not just for the movie itself but also the the poster the yep. uh the makeup special effects yeah uh i think the one that that i'm the proudest of to be honest is uh we won best kill in uh in one of them and uh i'm not going to spoil what the kill was uh, <laughs> and, uh it's uh it's a good one and it, it definitely deserved the 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 award <laughs> yeah not to mention we had recreated that kill three times yeah. to get it right the first time. Yeah, the the first time we we shot it, we put it together and we were like, wow, <laughs> that's bad. And then uh we tweaked it a bit more and still didn't work. Still was not hitting it. So then we just completely basically reshot all of the elements to make up the the kill. And actually what I think is so interesting about that kill is that you would never be able to tell, but I think three of the shots take place in three completely different locations, like all over the state of Florida. And, and it, it, it works. You, you would never be able to tell. Uh, but, you know, once you've seen the movie, I'll, I'll ask you, you know, which one do you think it was? <laughs> yeah, you've got me very uh, intrigued now. Just to, I'll, I'll be watching just for that kill now. Yeah. Say, oh, that was it. And then five minutes later, oh, no, that's it. That could have been it. <laughs> Okay. Well, your social media has been full of teasers about upcoming plans, so it must be exciting, but difficult to keep everything a secret. It it has been. You know, we planned to release the movie this year, uh, but stuff that I won't say has uh, has, has happened uh, behind the scenes, and we made a we could have released the movie this year, but we made uh we made a decision internally that it would be better to to wait until next year to release it uh and i'm i cannot wait to announce why and all the details as as far as why uh but it's going to be it, it's really cool what's going on behind the scenes and, and i i can't wait for people to to finally say it <laughs> okay well i'm sure pumpkin man has your main focus are you looking beyond pumpkin man or are, are you going to focus on him for the foreseeable future uh, he's definitely going to be the, the focus, uh, for quite a few years. Um, there are, there are projects that we're working on that are, uh, pumpkin man related, but not, 
not specific to the pumpkin man and there's also other pumpkin man stuff uh being worked on right now so uh i i don't think any of us want to take the foot off off the gas uh you know because we've had such a a positive reaction to him and we want to just as as much as possible uh just give people more pumpkin man uh because we love making it and people seem to like it so. <laughs> okay well it you're not announcing any news yet even though i've tried and tried uh, <laughs> For those that are interested in keeping up to date on the Pumpkin Man and the news of its eventual release, I would recommend that you uh, sign up onto their Pumpkin Man, the feature film Facebook page. Uh, there's also an Instagram for the Pumpkin Man, or you can go to their site directly, uh, SouthridgeFilms.com. Uh, any other ways of you know, keeping up to date on Kerbis's uh, future? Uh, we don't post on our YouTube channel as much as we want to, but we're trying to move more into posting more behind the scenes stuff and uh, and content updates on YouTube, just kind of showing the roadmap as far as where we're going. But a lot of that will be coming uh, when we can finally start announcing other stuff. Um, but but yeah, our YouTube ch uh, channel, Southridge Films, um, and then our, our personal pages. Um, we also post uh, some stuff on, on our personal pages. I'm my Instagram handle is is Ryan Scares, and I'm just Janae Muchmore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will be make sure that I have a link to all of these on our show notes, so everyone can uh, keep up to date on the Pumpkin Man. Awesome. Yeah. Well, before we go, is there anything that you want to make sure uh, the fans know or look out for? Um, the main thing I would say is just just 2023 is going to be a year full of Pumpkin Man. That's great. <laughs> well, being sure to watch out for Monsters in the Night, I think this is a great time to bring this episode to a close. I want to give a very special thanks to our guests, Ryan and Janae of Southridge Studios. I hope you enjoyed today's interview and we'll come again for another episode. Until then, be careful when you summon a pumpkin and be watching out for them in the fields. Please remain constantly curious and goodbye, everyone.